Hello, everybody. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and welcome to Educational Podcasting Today, the only show that celebrates educational podcasting and educational podcasters. We are here to help you create an amazing podcast for yourself or for your classroom and also share some advice on how to create an amazing WordPress blog to go with it. There's a lot of great stuff happening in the world of podcasting, in the world of WordPress. I am so excited that our brand new educational podcasting today app is doing very, very well in both the iOS, Android, and Windows stores. I want to say thank you so much for downloading it and supporting the app. And if you haven't yet, you can certainly check it out over at teachercast.net slash E-P-T-A-P-P. All right, under our podcasting news segment, I am excited to announce that on September 12th, 2015, in Westville, New Jersey, we are going to be hosting the first ever Podcast Mid-Atlantic Conference. Three amazing speakers. We have Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting. We have Anthony Minia who, from Storytelling Through Social Media. And yours truly, Jeff Bradbury from TeacherCast, is going to be talking about the power of live streaming podcast episodes. I am so excited to be a part Part of this conference. We are teaming up with some pretty, pretty big sponsors for this. We have DreamHost, we have, of course, a School of Podcasting, Blueberry, Podcast Movement, Pod to Pod. We have some pretty cool sponsors for this. If you're interested in registering, registration is open now. You can head on over to podcastmidatlantic.com. It is a $35 ticket, but the sessions are really, really cool. I highly recommend you guys sign up if you're into podcasting or if you're even close to thinking about starting your podcast. We are not only looking for registrations, but we're also looking for speakers. You can, of course, go over and fill out the speaker form, and all it really needs is a 12-minute presentation. What can you show off about your podcast or how you podcast in 12 minutes? We have some pretty cool people already signed up to speak on that. And if you're interested in learning more on July 21st, we are having a live Google Hangout with all of our featured speakers with Dave and with myself and with Anthony, and we are going to be having a great time on that Google Hangout. I will certainly put the link out there on TeacherCast if you follow us on Twitter, and uh, hope you can certainly join us there for Podcast Mid-Atlantic Conference. We look forward to seeing you again, podcastmidatlantic.com. So it's now time to take a look at what is happening in the world of WordPress. Many of us are doing our podcast these days on WordPress, and there is a new version of WordPress that is going to be headed your way very, very soon. WordPress version 4.3 is going to be coming out in a few weeks. They are still on their beta test, but there's a lot of neat things that's going to be happening over here. You can not only edit your menus in the customizer. That's a really, really cool feature, so you get a chance to see visually what your menus look like. But it also gives you the ability to add your favorite icons without the need for a plugin and you know my advice is anything you can do without a plugin is awesome some themes come with the favorite icons into their theme settings but now we're going to be able to do it natively also has support for stronger passwords and i can't say enough why this is so important i know in the last couple of weeks TeacherCast has had a few uh security issues and uh, because we have very strong passwords nobody has been able to get in it and also we have some great uh some backup systems and we can talk about that in a later system here so always look at having strong passwords and also a little feature you might not know about called Press This is going to be updated to include a visual and text editor. If you're looking in your settings, you can find the little button that says Press This, and essentially that is a bookmark that you can put up on the top of your browser, Safari, Chrome, whatever you're using. And by hitting Press This, you're able to curate any website that you're using. 
It's a feature that many people are using, but a lot of people don't really know about. And those are just some of the neat new things that are happening over in WordPress 4.3. I have a link in our show notes over to the complete guide for WordPress 4.3 from our friends at WP Beginner. I wanted to come up with something that was topical and more towards the theme of this show for our plugin today, but I couldn't find just one plugin to talk about. We actually have two plugins. Number one is called Editorial Calendar, and the other one is called Edit Flow. And essentially, if you're doing a podcast with co-hosts, with shows, and you want to have everybody contribute equally, these two plugins are really, really invaluable to have. And it is a great way, whether you're using editorial calendar or edit flow, for you to create an editorial calendar in your WordPress, for you to be able to create posts and move them around in case you wanted to change the date, change the time that they post, and also give your other co-hosts the ability to get in and create your show notes with you. And that really comes up with our listener question of the day. What advice do I have? when selecting and working with co-hosts. And I, I first of all want to say thank you to the, to the people who are writing into these comments. Of course, you can find us and write into us over at feedback at teachercast.net with your comments or leave me a voicemail over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. But I wanted to talk a little bit about co-hosts. You see, we've done probably close to 600 shows here on TeacherCast, and our shows go from the variety of roundtable podcasts to app spotlights where we bring in all of our guests to our live tech educator podcast. And I've worked alone and I've worked a lot with co-hosts. And my biggest advice for anybody working with co-hosts is to find people that compliment you. For instance, when you look at the tech educator podcast, which I am very, very proud of tonight, we're going to be recording our 99th episode. And that's a lot. You know, most people always say if you can get past eight episodes, you got something going. If you can get past 25 episodes, you got something going even more. But we are recording tonight our 99th episode, and it really started off with this idea of let's get four or five people together and really find ways to share best practices in our classrooms of how we're using technology, what kind of apps we're doing. And I'm really, really happy that the, the basic core of the show has survived, which is not easy for 99 shows. We've added some people, we've lost some people, but really the biggest thing is find people that compliment you. And I can't say enough for my co-hosts. Um, Jeff Herb from Instructional Tech Talk and, and the Instructional Tech Talk podcast is an unbelievable resource for information. In fact, tonight, if you're listening to the show, he's going to be doing a whole thing on augmented reality, which is a topic I don't know anything about. And I'm looking forward to having Jeff bring his knowledge of AR onto the show. We have Sam Patterson, who I specifically looked at and said, dude, this guy's doing puppets. This is a great person to bring to the show. And we, of course, have Chris Nessie, who is an amazing guy who does podcast PD and does all of the graphics for TeacherCast. And then this year, we decided to bring in two new people to the show. So we've had David Saunders and Josh Gothier come onto the show who are not only Google-certified teachers, but are amazing educators, and they have their nose deep into what's going on with educational technology. It is absolutely imperative that you get people on the show that not only have similar points of view, but contrasting points of view. I know even when we're off air, we have these pretty cool Voxer conversations about, you know, should we use this kind of plugin? Should we use this kind of a Google Doc? What should we be doing using technology? And it is really nice to have people handle that. 
And then, of course, with that, the question always comes up, if people are different-minded about technology, what kind of things can we do to create a cohesive podcast? And the, the big thing about all that is give people specific roles in your podcast. For instance, with Tech Educator, uh, Josh is in charge of writing up a one to two paragraph um a summary, I would say, of our show, and he does a good job with that. We have Sam, who during our show is always busy working on creating the uh, show notes for you, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a second. And then usually we have Chris and Jeff and David, who during the show are responsible not only for helping to push the conversations forward, maybe do some demonstrations, but are also working with our live chat audience to make sure things are good. And they're, of course, also passing links back and forth from when people are in the chat showing off links and apps and websites, and they're there to make sure that Sam gets that taken care of. The other big thing I would certainly recommend as far as working with co-hosts is to have a great way of communicating with each other, either during the show, let's say if it's a live show, or after the show. For instance, Sam and I, we use Evernote, and we have a shared Evernote notebook where Every day before, or every week, I should say, before the show starts, I put in the show notes template. It has the graphics. It has all the, you know, the, the basic links and structure. And then during the show, while we're broadcasting, Sam is essentially taking everything from the chat room and taking some of the bits and pieces of stuff that we're saying, and he's molding what that looks like. Then we have the guys who are going to come in and put together our show notes paragraphs. And so that way, by the end of the show, everybody works together to create a great-looking show notes and then we can easily and quickly get that up because I believe the purpose of any show is to not be a burden to the people who are working on it and to absolutely be as successful as you can for the people who are listening to it. So those are just a few ideas here. Make sure that you definitely have a great workflow. Some people use Google Docs, and that is an amazing way of using uh, you know, shared resources and all the great stuff that Google Apps has. Uh, we prefer Evernote. And the reason I prefer Evernote, I should stop and say, is because... I like the way that Evernote copies into WordPress so much better than I like the way that Google Docs uh, shares. And I do have some posts on TeacherCast as far as how to go from Evernote to WordPress because there's some tricky things that you want to do with it as far as the formatting. But, you know, when you're working with co-hosts, it does take a while. And it is, inter and it is important that you have everybody kind of on the same page. And it is important that everybody knows where the focus of the show is and you know, points all the comments and questions and, and directions towards that show. And also understands that the show is about the guest. The show is about the tool. The show is about the message that you're trying to be out. So um, those are just a few things. And if you have other questions about working with co-hosts, like I said before, certainly check us out. You can find me over at feedback at teachercast.net or leave me a voicemail over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. We have a couple upcoming conferences. Of course, earlier we talked about Podcast Mid-Atlantic on September 12th in Westwood. But I am so excited also about August 4th through 6th where we are going to be up at Q Rockstar Boston for one of these Q Rockstar teacher camps. There are an amazing amount of people that are coming with awesome knowledge. I am looking forward to doing my sessions not only on Final Cut but on video editing. We're going to be talking a little bit about Wirecast and a lot about broadcasting. If you are able to make it, there are still seats available. Again, this is August 4th through 6th, Q Rockstar Boston, and you can find that information by going over to sites.google.com 
qrockstar.org. I certainly hope that you take a moment. There are Q Rockstar camps happening all over the place. I am so looking forward to seeing you in Boston. All right, before we get to our segment with our interview, I want to say thank you to a few people out there, a few people that have been supporting us and uh, been actually going over to our iTunes channel, which you can find over at teachercast.net slash iTunes, and giving us reviews. Um, I want to read a few here, and they are very, very awesome. So, again, I want to say thank you. Mr. Chopstick Sensei says, I don't know how Jeff makes the time for this empire of his, but he's putting together an amazing resource of information to help teachers out. Information from A to Z on ed tech and teaching. It should be your go-to resource. Well, thank you so much. And you also, uh, Mr. Chopstick Sensei, also put a review in over on our educational podcasting segment, and I want to say thank you to that. Uh, Mr. J.P. Dalton says, I heard Jeff speak in person, and he knocked my socks off. Jeff is clearly an innovator and a mover and a shaker in the educational technology world. Well, if you heard me speak, I want to say thank you for coming out. I saw a lot of people um, a few weeks ago at ISTE, and that was pretty cool. And um, if you do happen to come out to an ed camp or a conference or something where I'm speaking, please come on up and say hi. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'd love to have you share your passion on one of our shows. And lastly, JJBS21 says, great podcast, Jeff. Lots of valuable tips for educators. And that's exactly what we are here for. If you are a podcaster, we want to feature you. We are talking tonight to the Ed Jew Road Trip podcast. And next week's episode, we had a chance to sit down with the Wired Educator himself. Kelly Croy came back onto the show. And we have some other great interviews lined up throughout the summer. But if you are an educational podcaster and you want to be featured on this show, please send us a voicemail over at teachercast.net slash voicemail or email us at feedback at teachercast.net. I would love to feature you. All right. So we just had ISTE and we were looking at some of the podcasts that were coming out of it and some of the great things that were happening on the hashtag. And I came across a great podcast hosted by Greg, Justin, and Mary, and they basically are setting up their show as if it was a national road trip where they explore lessons that they learn from different landmarks, meetups, conferences, and they have a great time doing it. Their website is eduroadtrip.blogspot.com. They can, of course, be found on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find them on Twitter at eduroadtrip. And here is my interview with the Edu Road Trip podcast. My guests today are the founders and co-hosts of the Edu Road Trip podcast. You can certainly hear them on Stitcher and on iTunes. Want to introduce to the show today, Mari and Justin. Guys, how are you today? I'm great, Jeff. How are you? Doing well. Mari, how are things? It's going great. Now, talk to us a little bit about the Edu Road Trip podcast. How did it start? Well, it started kind of, I think, almost by accident. Um, we got together and we started a group of us started clicking and we created a Voxer group and we toyed around with the idea of creating a chat, but um, it felt like there were so many chats out there already. We did. And we were so inspired by podcast PD that we decided to try our hand at podcasting. And how did you start your first show? Did you just do everything through Voxer? Did you do everything through Hangouts? How did you get started? We actually did everything through Google Hangouts on air. Uh, the reason that we did that was with having multiple hosts, we felt that it was easiest to do it through there. It's something we were comfortable with already. And it has a really nice benefit that it records it and then gives you the the 
video file as well. So our first episode, we got together, the three of us, and we kind of ran through the whole thing. We rehearsed once, and then we ran through it a second time, and then I went back and did some minor editing at the end, and then we, you know, did through the whole get it approved for iTunes process. And how long did all of that take you to put together? Because a lot of teachers are looking at starting their own show, and they're not really sure if this is, you know, this is a couple days worth of work, or is this a couple hours worth of work? Um, it's it's kind of hard to say because from conception to actually our first episode was clean, but that's because we were we first formulated the idea towards the end of the school year and didn't really have time to run through there. And so, um, but from actual recording to production, I would say that was a matter of hours. Um, the editing process went pretty smoothly. And talk to us a little bit about setting things up. Do you uh, tell us a little bit about maybe the equipment that you're using when you record? Truth be told, uh, the equipment that we're using right now is just uh, what's built into our computers. We don't exactly have the financial resources right now to get nice equipment. We have that's a goal that we eventually want to get to. Um, but right now, we're using the stuff that's built into our. I have a Chromebook and the microphone on there. I'm, Pleased with when I do when I um I do have an external microphone on my uh, laptop computer, but that computer itself isn't the greatest. You know, and I love that answer because we always like to talk on this show of of asking, can you podcast for free? And and the answer is always coming out to be yes. You don't need to go out and buy lots of expensive things. You can use the equipment that's built into your computers, built into your iPhones, iPads. You can do this thing without having to spend money on heavy equipment or heavy apps and software. Mari, are, are you using just native equipment on your machines, or did you uh, reach out and upgrade your equipment a little bit? I have a MacBook, um, and so I'm using that. We found that my MacBook's a little old, so the fan um, runs when I have Google Hangouts open, so I have to use headphones. So I just use the headphones that came with my iPhone, and that has been work- working out really nice. If I wanted to use fancier gear, uh, my boyfriend does have quite a bit of um, microphones and all that that I could use, but this seems to be working out just fine. So it's easy for me to set up. (laughs) You don't have to have him do it. Now you've created a few episodes so far. Tell us a little bit about how the episodes work. Um, What can we expect when we listen to your show? Well, when you listen to our show, you are coming on a trip with us. That's the whole kind of theme of our road trip is we are placed all throughout the country and we are all we've gotten in our van together and we're traveling through and as we're traveling through we're visiting different landmarks so far we've already visited the niagara falls to discuss our inspirations so our episodes start with our introduction and then we kind of highlight what's going to be going on in that episode then we move into our main content last week our main content was when we talked about our inspiration for what it got us into teaching and then what keeps us going into teaching. And then, uh, Mari, would you like to talk about our two segments? Sure. And then we have two segments. We first feature feature a travel agent, so that's somebody who we find inspiring, so it's another teacher. We talk a little bit about why we um, appreciate them and then give their contact information. And then our other segment is what's in our suitcase. So we pull out a resource, an app, a Chrome extension, a tool that we can use in our classrooms that's free and easy. We talk about it and give um, – different uses in the classroom. So those are our two uh, additional segments. Now, the other neat thing about your show is 
you know, many shows revolve around teacher points of view or administrator points of view. But with Greg on your team here, Greg brings brings that administrator point of view to your show. What is that like having both the teacher and the administrator on and trying to create one voice of a podcast? Well, it was really cool. Um, last Saturday, I give a little preview of episode three. Um, we interviewed Mark French. And so it was really cool to, uh, as teachers, to interview a principal and get his feedback to get um, the feedback of Greg along with that. And then Justin and I were able to talk about what we find valuable in an administrator and really be appreciative of the way he's talking about strong administrators. So, yeah, I I find that to be very valuable as well, that we don't necessarily just have the teacher viewpoint or the administrator viewpoint. We can kind of approach a lot of the different issues that we'll be talking about as um, as we go through different um, – the things that we encounter, we're seeing them from two different angles at all points. And, and it really, really is nice to have a show that does bring about that diverse background and that diverse you know, point of view from where you're going. What has this podcast taught you guys as educators over the last two or three episodes? I know for me personally, it's um, – I've learned just how – inspirational things can be. I know when we were talking with our two guests over the weekend, um, Mark French and Carrie Burke, to give you a little uh, preview of some episodes, they were just so inspiring. And what they had, they had such good things to say. And I've learned a lot about myself that as our, our first content episode, when we were talking about our inspiration and what keeps us going, it really made me think critically, be a good reflective educator on that. Um, so we could really see what was going on in both our teaching and what, how we've progressed to there. I think I've learned that it's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Like you said before, you know, you don't need a lot of fancy equipment. We can do this, you know, just with what we have already. We didn't have to buy anything. It was super easy. Um, and I, I, I've learned a lot in the process. I mean, Justin has been instrumental in getting this set up. He's done a lot of the legwork behind the scenes, figuring out how to do iTunes and all that. Um, but, you know, it's really nice to work with a team and just realize that, you know, we all live in different locations and we're able to work together to make this happen. Um, and I noticed that when you're looking at your site here, which is eduroadtrip.blogspot.com, you are not using WordPress. What was the decision to use Blogspot or Blogger here? Um, what advantages do you feel going with Blogger has for when you're doing show notes and, and, and creating your web world for your show? Uh, well, the, the reason that I chose to go into the, the blogger side of things is my uh, personal teaching blog is hosted through um, blogger and pretty much I'm a very Google person and you know blogger is owned by Google so I just like the way that it kind of all runs to it um, all runs together so that's just kind of why um, we chose to go the blogger route rather than the WordPress route I hadn't toyed with WordPress personally myself and the one tutorial that I had found online on how to do all the hosting get it onto iTunes as the eventual end goal that kind of detailed through Blogger. So it all kind of just came together. And in, through Blogger, are you all able to author the posts or do you have yourself set up? So, uh, Justin, you are the post person and maybe somebody else has other duties of the show. Though so the way that we do it is we all have, we all can author posts ourselves. Uh, and then, but the way that we do it predominantly is Mari and Greg will work on the show notes on a Google doc as I'm getting the, I'm editing the audio file 
and getting it uh, hosted onto Drive and everything. Nice. And then I'll, I'll just pull it off from Docs and put it all in there. Well, guys, I want to certainly say thank you. I love the show. I love the concept. And, and I want to say I noticed when we were at ISTE, you had actually listed TeacherCast as one of your travel agents. And I really, really think that's pretty cool. So thank you so much for including us on, uh, on your first episode here. Thank you very much for featuring us. And I did want to point out Greg did join us. Uh, hey, Greg. Howdy. Greg, how are you today? I am fantastic. Can you hear me? I can hear you well. Welcome to the show. You're just in time to participate in everybody's favorite end of the podcast game. I don't really have a title for it yet. We started this last week with Brent at edtech.tv. I'm currently calling it the Edu5. Five questions that I'm asking all of our educational podcast guests. Are you guys ready to be put on the educational spot, as they say? I'm ready for it. It's bound to be an adventure. <laughs> Hashtag, it's bound to be an adventure. <laughs> nice. All right. I've never done Whatever this. Whatever the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't yet done this with a group of teachers yet. Um, but I'll tell you what. I'll throw a question out there, and then we'll kind of go around Robin and see where we are here. Um, number one, what is – and let's, let's do this. Let's start Greg, Mari, and then Justin. Um, Greg, favorite educational Twitter or hashtag to follow? Uh, favorite educational hashtag to follow? Followed. Uh, Twitter, of course, would be um, Edu Road Trip. Uh, but hashtag, I would say recently it's become the BFC 530 until the summer and when they quit. What does BFC 530 mean? Uh, Breakfast Club Chat 530. So 530 in the morning on the eastern coast, uh, some folks get up and start talking education, and then they do it again. Uh, for 5.30 Mountain Time. So I usually do both of those chats daily. Mari, favorite Twitter hashtag? Um, I also love BFC 5.30, but I'm on the West Coast. So uh, if I want to do the East Coast one, that's 2.30 in the morning, which I sleep through. <laughs> um, but I get up at 4.30 a lot during the school year, so I can usually catch that one. Um, I also love Weird Ed. I love just being silly, but also talking about serious things at the same time because I'm still a kid, so. I love Weird Ed, and Doug is great. <laughs> Doug is amazing. We had him on the show a few weeks ago, and Doug is absolutely great. I'm glad that we have a chance to catch up with him at ISTE. Uh, Justin, Twitter or hashtag? I would say the two that preceded me, both BFC 530 and Weird Ed, I do love that. And a third one that I really love is SSTLAP. Um, that's SS Teach Like a Pirate. That uh, goes for social studies, which I'm a big fan of, and I just really like it. It's a very tight-knit community. Okay, number two, favorite educational tool? Greg. Uh, for me, Evernote. I like being able to put my notes in one place and being able to go to any device and pick it back up. Love, love the Evernote. Mari, how about you? Uh, notability. We're one-to-one iPads, <laughs> and um, I, it's a great tool to teach kids how to annotate and highlight without wasting a lot of paper. Hmm. Justin, how about yourself? Favorite educational tool? I'd say uh, Google Drive, uh, very similar reason to what Greg said, that I can put it down and pick it up from any device that I'm on. Interesting. All organizational tools. Interesting. Number three here, what is the best advice you have ever been given as a podcaster? Greg. Make sure you have guests that are brilliant. (laughs) Interesting. I like that one. Mari. 
probably that it's bound to be an adventure. You know, have a growth mindset. Be don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, as Miss Frizzle says, make mistakes, get messy. No, make <laughs> take chances, make mistakes, get messy. You know, just not be afraid to put ourselves out there and see what happens. Nice, Justin. I would say just you know press record uh, from Chris and Essie. That was one of the things I one of the first people consulted about starting a podcast, and he said. You know, here's a bunch of podcasts to listen to about podcasting, but at the end of the day, just do it. Number four, what do you hope your listeners take away from your show? The joy of learning and exploring and basically opening their minds. For me, it's, um, you know, teaching is an adventure. It's like a road trip. There's a lot of really monotonous parts to it, you know, and we try to make it exciting with, you know, games and, uh, you know, making it exciting and all that. But, um, you know, it is a journey. There's ups and downs and, um, you know, sometimes you run out of gas, sometimes you need to take a break. Um, but you know, in the end, y'all are on this adventure together. So I want people to see that, you know, we don't have it all figured out and that's okay. I want, I want people to be inspired by all the various different messages of, of the three of us and also the people that we bring on and also the when we talk about our travel agents and our what's in our suitcase just have people get connected to more people and learn different resources and number five and and probably the hardest one that i like to throw at people what is the best teachable moment you've ever had ever (laughs) (laughs) um hmm Mari? <laughs> the, the administrator yeah, passes on the question. I love the administrator passes on the question. I'd like to defer this one to the teachers here. Um, gosh, that's hard. But you know what? My first year, I think it was probably like three quarters of the way through the year, um, a couple kids called another kid by a different name. And I was like, or maybe a teacher did. And I was like, who are you talking about? And then I realized this kid went by his middle name. And I'd been calling him his first name the whole time. And, you know, it wasn't a huge deal. He was like, oh, you know, it's okay. But it made me realize, like, shoot, I need to do a better job getting to know my students at the beginning of the year, um, you know, so that they're comfortable and I'm calling them by what they're comfortable with. That's a very good one. Uh, Justin, let me go to you. But, Greg, you're not off the hook yet. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, the biggest teachable moment came this year. Um, one of the things we do in social studies is we write – a, a script, um, or excuse me, skits that involves uh, writing scripts, and we were about to get out the pencil and paper scripts and everything, and a student asked if they could just use the Chromebooks and do it all on Google Drive, and I said, yeah, go for it. And so the team from Woman I took away from there is, you know, listen to the kids. They they can do a lot of things if we just give them the ability and the the go ahead. All right, Greg, you're on. Okay, so many years ago when I was in a music classroom, I remember uh, going over the blues. Uh, We were going to have a special guest author coming in, so I had the whole junior class in front of me. The guy was running late, and I was thinking, surely these kids really don't care. They're a bunch of high school students, and they're going to listen to this guy talk about the blues. So as I got up and I claimed the blues, 12-bar blues, and melody and harmony and all that, and then the author came in and I was blown away by the questions that the students had. So don't underestimate your audience when you're teaching them because they may catch stuff and 
be able to spit it back out right right then and there. You know, anybody that talks about their te- their favorite teachable moment and starts with in my music class is automatically one of my favorite guests. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. The podcast is called Edu Road Trip. You can find them on Twitter at Edu Road Trip and the website of course is eduroadtrip.blogspot.com. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Continue to inspire us. And we are looking forward to seeing where you guys are going next with your show. Uh, Greg, uh, plug your Twitter, plug your website. Where can we find you? I am at Greg Bagby on Twitter. Uh, website, mm, I have a blog that's in mix. It'll come out at some point. Uh, that's about it. So if you find me on Twitter at, at Greg Bagby or hashtag the Greg, um, I'm usually somewhere around. Excellent. Mari. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Miss Venturino. So at M-S-V-E-N-T-U-R-I-N-O. My website is MarielVenturino.com. So my first name is spelled M-A-R-I-E-L-L-E and then Venturino.com. Uh, my hashtag is hashtag Mari is a former rock star. So you can find me there too. Justin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. B Teacher. That's Mr. M-R underscore B underscore Teacher. You can also find me at blog.justinburkpickler.com to spell my name J-U-S-T-I-N-B-I-R-C-K-B-I-C-H-L-E-R and my hashtag I have two hashtags I am either hashtag the kid or my less favorite one hashtag Justin's fault <laughs> thank That's you guys <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on today we'll be right back with more from educational podcasting today Well, my friends, that wraps up this episode of Educational Podcasting today. Are you a podcaster? Are you looking at creating a great WordPress website? We are here for you. We are here to help you. And not only that, we are here to feature you. If you're looking to be featured on today's podcast, we would certainly love it. Next week, we have the Wired Educator himself, Mr. Kelly Croy, coming on to talk about his new book, his new podcast, and his philosophy on building WordPress websites. We are certainly excited that you have chosen to join us today. And if you want to check us out, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at Podcasting Today. And check out all of our blogs, screencasts, podcasts and much more covering podcasting wordpress related items over at educationalpodcasting.today and for our call to action i want to say one more time thank you so much for downloading our brand new educational podcasting app and if you haven't taken a moment to do so you can go over to teachercast.net slash ept app that's teachercast.net slash ept app Please join me every Sunday night at 7 p.m. for the Tech Educator Podcast. We're up to episode 99. Tonight we're going to be talking about augmented reality. You can, of course, find all that information over at techeducatorpodcast.com. And, of course, we are live every single Sunday night on teachercast.tv. Until next time, keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions on your podcasts. National Podcast Day is September 30th. But what is National Podcast Day? It's pretty simple, and you can help spread the word. National Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide through public engagement. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved with National Podcast Day? It's easy. Head over to nationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. But ultimately, these options are endless. Remember, September 30th, nationalpodcastday.com. And let's start the conversation.